Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Great shot, beautiful ocean <laughs> out there in Brooklyn Bridge. East River. Yes, that's a beautiful ocean. I was gonna say, I'm just so tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes throw interceptions where the ball just pops out of the receiver's hands, man. Yeah. Feels like it happens so many times this year for the Chiefs. So many, just catch that's the damn ball. Always, but that's why I try to warn you pundits, pundits. when y'all look Jeez. up and see people's interception total, y'all always sitting around talking about, he threw 10 interceptions. Like, no, he you didn't know what? throw Why 10. Cut it in half. Always cut it in half. Why isn't there a separate stat for an interception that hits the receiver first? There should be. I don't know. You know what? Me. I, what do I we do. call it? Let's do it right now. We what do we call it? it? Yeah. Right? Uh, we got to uh, name it. That's what we should say. Assist INT. Yeah, assisted assist interceptions. I, assisted assisted interceptions. I like that. Yeah, assisted. I like that. I, me too. Assist INT, I like that. Yeah, Let's start that official yeah. stat. Because even when you look at, like, Bryce Young, who's probably going to win the Heisman, 43 touchdowns, four interceptions, I bet you, without even looking and knowing, three of those damn interceptions are not his fault. 43 to four. By the way, with over 4,000 yards for Bryce So Young. it's like you look at Patrick Mahomes, same thing. You look at – all these quarterbacks, even even as crazy as it may sound, Jameis Winston's 30 INTs, his own receiver said it. He said, man, a lot of those interceptions were on us, bad routes and dropping the football. Happened to Andy Dalton twice the other day for the Bears. See? Like two catches that were down, ball pops out. It really would help clarify quarterback play. You know, there's a simple stat that would clarify it for people. How many times you see it in the receivers bounce mm-hmm. off his chest? And the other ten, that's against the quarterback? As they say, hit him in the bad place. What's the bad place? His hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Hey, hit him in a bad spot. His hands. <laughs> so, guys, Justin Her- I, I as I said, Joe, Joe Burrow is going to be a money quarterback, I think, as long as he's healthy for his career, I think he's going to be a money-on-the-line type quarterback. But in terms of pure talent, right, and also production since he's been a rookie, Justin Herbert followed up, you could argue, the best rookie season ever. It's way up there. It's in the conversation, right? With this year, he's leading the league in QBR. Right now, he's leading the league in QBR, and his team's a game out of first. So, now look. Key, you have buckets of quarterbacks. I get it, right? I so, have literally. You see all the ones I play with. So, so, <laughs> so the top bucket is reserved for guys like Mahomes, Rodgers, and Brady. Then you have a, a middle bucket where most of the quarterbacks who start are, but some dudes are toward the top of that bucket trying to climb out. Some dudes toward the bottom. This is Lamar Jackson not in the top tier. He has bucket? a separate bucket for that. I, but here's he ain't the question: really got, Him and Kyler Murray, you turn the bucket over. Not the, the, the whole part, but you turn it over, and they okay. sitting on the edge like this together okay. on top of the butt. Cause it's, oh, they, because their styles are so different. Similar. No, I mean, their, their styles. Their styles are similar, but different compared to everybody else. Exactly. They're I in a like pale off to the I side. I Lamar Jackson's the MVP. Like, not a lot of quarter, you know? Like, yeah. all right, that makes me different. He's just it, a football player, though. I hear you. Now, Key, what, I, what I'm interested in is mm-hmm. it, your top bucket has who? Let's clarify that first. For the 18,000th time, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Well, if Deshaun was playing, but he's not, so we got to keep him out of there. Who Patrick am I Mahomes. missing? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. 
That's it. Dak Prescott. Dak is in the top bucket. He's in, a, in? he's in the top bucket. He's in the top bucket. How? I mean, the dude is legit. I know he's legit. He's what do you pay, mean? He hasn't won a – see, my uh, thing he is – He hasn't won. We're just talking about – I'm talking about – Sheer talent? Sheer talent as a quarterback. Dude could do it all. He can, he can move the chains with his feet if he need to. He doesn't do it as much anymore because of the, the, what happened to his ankle. But when you look at all of that, then climbing out of the second bucket for me would be Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Derek Carr. Climbing out of the second bucket. May, may not get out of the bucket. But, they're but on, they're, it looks but, like they're on their way. Yeah, So let sure. me ask something. Why is that? Ju- ju- he, he, Justin Herbert is out of the bucket like this. Yeah. He's He's, you know, he's getting yeah, ready he's to got, land in the other bucket for he's sure. Got, he got 40% of his weight in yes. that other. Okay, yes. so why is Dak in the bucket and Justin Herbert not? Because to my eye, Justin Herbert looks better to, than Dak to me. He looks like more talented than Dak to me. Uh, Dak is talented. No, very, I'm not arguing. I'm saying like there's Mahomes he's and Rodgers. Because he's the highest paid damn quarterback in the league. And that is, you, you clearly. I didn't say it. The high, you, 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 I didn't say it. No, you are. Uh, solidified by how much money they're paying you. Because they're not going to pay somebody that can't play. Mm-hmm. That's not what the league does. They don't make you the highest paid player at your position if you cannot play. I don't give a damn if you in line or not. Jared Goff. But he ain't the highest paid player no, in the not league. Any, they he, paid he, him. They paid him. But he was never the highest paid okay. quarterback in the league. All right. So when you, when you start to look at those sort of things, Justin Herbert's going to get there. He, he's like, literally, like I said, he's hanging out of it. So, so let me, is Josh Allen. So let me you know? ask you something, because Dak has not, like, gone deep in the playoffs and stuff, but it seems to me. But that, that ain't, But is it his fault that they ain't going deep in the playoffs, or is it they had bad coaching? Your old offense coordinator, Jason Garrett, he was, was their head, head coach. coach. Yeah. The offensive line was broken down. Mm-hmm. One year he was without Z. I mean, you got to look at all of it. But what and I mean, all he's done since he's come into this league is ball out. So, so, but what I'm trying to get at is the fact that Dak is all the way in the bucket and Herbert to you isn't. Is that just an issue that Dak has done it for longer? A little He's bit done longer. He's done it and done it and done it and done it. Herbert's going to get – man, Herbert, by, the, by next year this time, He'll be in the bucket for sure. Because to I mean, Bra- let's put Brady aside because he's, yeah, he's different. different. Okay. He's a hundred years old. The only dude to it's me where I look at him and I go I Jay and I go like eyeball test like that dude is like a different type of animal would be Herbert with and, and like Mahomes and Rodgers are just different and Herbert's the new guy who I look at and I go he just he's like Mahomes I, and Rodgers like I, I can't I can't put either one of those guys in the top tier bucket for me yet though because you know for me like I, I when I look at okay Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers Patrick Mahomes right guys have won championships and I know what Key is talking about as it relates to talent I guess my question for Dak is you know he threw for 23 touchdowns eight interceptions this year and I know what last year was before he got hurt. He was having an MVP caliber type of year. I just need to see you have a full, complete year where you were that dude. Top to bottom. Full, complete year where you're just that and guy. I, but, but, but and I haven't seen that yet from Dak yet. That's fair. But like I said, when you look at Dak Prescott and you look at what he's been able to do, you look at his completion percentage, it's almost at 70% completion percentage. 69%, yeah. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty damn good. It's really good. good. He's really, really good. good. Again, 23 to 8. What are we going to do with the 8? We're going to cut them right in half. Four of them interceptions ain't his fault. So if four of them is it his fault, he's 23 and 4. So when you start to look at it, he gets a lot of, I don't want to say negative criticism, but, but I'm going to say negative criticism. One, he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. 
Yeah, and I two, hate on the Cowboys. Two, well, of course. Yeah. Two but, is how he came into the league. He was a fourth-round pick. So we have this conversation, right? When you are a fourth-rounder, the first thing people do is they push you down automatically because you were fourth-rounder. If he came into the league and he was the eighth pick of the draft, people would be like, man, he really doing great. Russell Wilson, you know, something it, like they that. They push you down. Yeah. That's just the reality of yeah. it. Yeah. Facts is facts. I, I see Dak, Jay, is to me. And y'all, Dak and y'all is a giant fan. So Dak no, is no, no, in the no. front. I, I, you know, I love Dak, man. Dak, me to too, me, since Dak his first preseason upper, game was obvious. Upper tier of the second bucket. Yeah, like he's yeah, getting ready to crack into that top tier. I just need to see him crack all and the way this and year. And that's fine. Because I feel like there's some games that's, offensively where I'm fine. like, I just want them to be so much more considering the weapons they have. That's fine. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing wrong yeah. with having him in the second bucket, climbed out, trying ah, to get yeah, into yeah, it. The there's nothing yeah. wrong with I'd rather have that. I just gave him, I gave him the, the ladder to climb out of the second bucket and into the other bucket. Yeah. But you can – have him waiting with a rope trying to get up while everybody else looking down at him if you choose to do so. Okay. I'd uh, rather have that than, like, Derek Carr <laughs> or, or you know, a lot of the guys you just mentioned, Matthew Stafford, all these guys. I'd rather yeah. have Dak Prescott. 1,000%. But there's something about, I don't know, his the, the ability of Rodgers, Mahomes, and Herbert. Let's, again, leave, leave Tom Brady out. Jumps out at me differently. Herbert jumps out at you because he's 6'11". Yeah. <laughs> Throws 200 and miles he, an hour. He can run. Yeah. He can run with the best of them. Yeah. And he just he just looks, when he gets off the bus, we feel he, good. He looks different. Opposed to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow looks soft. Not soft in terms of football. It just look, He just looked yeah. like, you know, he doesn't yeah. look. Justin Herbert just look. He got those square chin going with the hair, and he just looks like this. And that Joe Burrow ball comes out of his hand. Body. Yeah, Nicole Joe Burrow just studying. Yeah. He looked like mm. Joe Burrow looks so, like he'll figure out a way to get it done. Let me figure out a way to get it done. <laughs> yeah. I don't like putting Kyler Murray in the Lamar Jackson bucket, man. Kyler Murray, even though he can kind of dance and get out of the pocket, like he still has more okay, of a traditional so let me do this. quarterback, and let me, he is at the top of the MVP. Let me do this for you. He's in that conversation. Let me do this for you. I got my basketball buckets. Okay. Steph Curry on the bucket by his planet on itself. Ain't nobody ever done the stuff that this kid is doing. I hear you. Ever. And yep. probably will never. So he got his own little island because he's not a traditional point guard. He's a point whatever you want to call Point three. You want to yeah. call it. He's you, making up the yeah, just point make, three. Yeah, point three. Because you know the how combo. you start making up. Yeah, point forward, guard, point yeah. center. He's a point three. So you, you see what I'm saying? You put him over there by himself. Now, who's over there with him? Well, Trey Young is trying to get over there with him. But he's not really over there with him. You know, that's kind of how you got to look at it. I think you're okay. saying Kyler's a more reliable passer yes. than Lamar. Which makes him more of a traditional, in my opinion. Right. Is it not? Yeah, but then I take him out because them dudes are all big and they not doing what he does with his legs. I hear you. But, I that's mean, they, James Conner has been that solid force from this year. It hasn't been Kyler Murray. From a running perspective. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance, offering coverage options, options as unique as your business. Progressive covers companies of many sizes and specialties. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up, why one person Uh-oh. thought Joe Burrow had a better day than Justin Herbert.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. ESPN football analyst Dan Orlovsky joins us, giving the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. What's going on, Dan O? How are you guys? Good, Good to see you. Good Dan, to see you. What's I'm, I'm hearing that you believe that Joe don't Burrow. Don't do that. What's Crackalackin'? That's, that's Key's not. <laughs> no, don't do that. What's Crackalackin'? What's Chris Ackin? Jeez. Dan, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing that you believe Joe Burrow had a better day than Justin Herbert. Yeah. Can you uh, get into that? I, I yeah, could I'm get into it for Dan. He going to break it down from how he threw – his back foot hit. He ripped it. Go ahead. Can I answer now? Go ahead, <laughs> uh, I thought he did. Like, after watching the game and after watching the tape, I thought Joe Burrow played better. Justin Herbert played good. Burrow played better. This is what – like, Herbert made more really far and faster throws. His guys just made plays. But Joe, I thought, made more impressive throws. Had less misses. Herbert had a couple misses as well. Had less misses. I thought he was more accurate with the football in that 15 to 22-yard range. I, threw, I thought he threw the ball downfield incredibly well. Mm. That touchdown pass to Higgins was sick. As Herb, opposed to the 50-50 ball that yeah, Herbert threw. Herb, yeah. Herbert had three of them. Now, there were awesome, like – like mm. velocity throws and, and launches, and you go, wow. And he had one third down early in the game. We moved up and threw across. I'm like, again, Justin played well. I just thought Joe made more impressive throws. That throw is a sick touchdown, but that's a my guy made a play over your guy yeah, throw, nice. you know? And so I love the fact that the Chargers finally threw the ball downfield, but I thought Joe Burrow outplayed Justin Herbert when it came to the quarterbacking and the thinking and the, the accurate throws and the touch-on throws and the tight window throws. I just thought Joe played more. The, guys, this game swung yesterday on two plays, really. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase turns a touchdown into a turnover, so that's seven points off the board. Chargers get it, score. So that's really a 14-point swing. And then they're driving. Joe Mixon fumbles the ball. And it gets returned for a touchdown. So that's another, like, um, uh, we're talking potentially 28-point swing at least 
14. It's interesting. So. So, so the argument is like because of the result of the game and because Justin Herbert does eye-popping things – the impression left is his team won and he's better, right? Well, that's, that's, but in that's, fact, that's not. there's more to it. That's football for us. Every, every time a team wins, we go, quarterback played great, and a team loses and go, quarterback stunk. And that's just not what I felt from that game yesterday. Mm, yeah, yeah Dan, Dan is right that Joe Burrow may have had a better quarterback game, some of his throws, intermediate stuff, where Justin has the ability to sprint to the right, pull up, Five yards from the sideline and launch a ball and across Joe the can't field, do that. And yeah. Joe cannot do that's that. Can't teach yeah. that. So it's like it's a, you know which one do you want? Like that's what Both. the way we look at it, right? <laughs> I like Justin Herbert. I always like Justin Herbert because I've seen him play so many times, and I just like what he he just looks yeah. right. He I'm just, with you though. I like yeah, him too. Like again, right. I don't want people to think that I'm saying Justin Herbert played bad and it's a mirage. He played good, but. I was seeing all the chatter of wow, Joe Burrow stunk. No, he didn't. And then and then when to 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 Dan's point again, the the pass of T. Higgins sick. is is a is a, is a sick pass. And the reason it's a sick pass, it's right where Higgins could go get it over right. the two smaller DBs. Right. It wasn't too high, it wasn't too low. All he had to do was go up and get it. You want your quarterback to put the football right over your shoulders right. to go and get it. I mean, and, and then Justin Herbert. He knows the 50-50 ball. My guy's going to win, so I'm right. going to give him a chance. I mean, it's a two-point game with like a minute to go in the third quarter after falling down 24 nothing. And again, they're driving, and it's the Joe Mixon fumble. So you fall down 24 nothing. It's a two-minute game. You're making this comeback going into the fourth quarter, and then the fumble really flips the game. Yesterday was Justin Herbert's 11th career game already with three-plus touchdown passes. That's the second most through a player's first two seasons in NFL history. Only yeah. Dan Marino... Has more with 13 Stats Incredible is brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. I wanted to ask you about this, Dan, because I saw you breaking down a tape late last night just about the Steelers and the Ravens Golly, playing. I know what you're And the, the offense for the Ra- Ravens. Can you just break this down for us very quickly? Because I thought it was so interesting to hear. Not you. having an, air, an answer yes. for zero blitz. Yes. This goes back to when the Ravens played Cincinnati in Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's defense started to play zero pressure all the time. So – Everybody's playing man coverage. It's recess. I got you. I got him. You know, it's a man-on-man, one-on-one. And if you don't have a guy, you're blitzing. And in the Cincinnati game, which is like six weeks ago, Baltimore showed – when you play zero blitz, it's, it's really like two or three things, Jay. Number one, can you protect yourself so something bad doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. And then number two, can you figure out a way to hurt that pressure? And the Bengals, or the, excuse me, the Ravens haven't even figured out number one. Can you protect yourself so something bad doesn't happen? That's what's our plan. How do we communicate it? Because th- early on in that game, Pittsburgh brings the zero pressure in the red zone. Lamar throws the interception and points come off the board. Like, I think because of that play, they lose the football game. And I know Pittsburgh ends up winning the game. I don't think Pittsburgh won the game. I think Baltimore lost the game by, again, not having an answer versus zero blitz. I thought Lamar took four or five awful sacks. And I would say this. I think their pass game is one of, if not the sloppiest in the NFL right now. Their pass game is gross. So, Jay, it's just not having a plan. And to do it week after week after week, the Dolphins game on national television – I just don't understand how that well-coached of a football team can still have the same problem. Yeah, they out there playing sound like football. I'm just mm-hmm. laughing and watching the videos. But 
it is what it is, though, Dan, right? I mean, that's who he is as a quarterback. So they just let him just do whatever. And he's covered it up. And he covers it up. That's right. just what it is. It's question so is, so how long can he keep covering it up? Well, we're seeing, we're seeing, we're seeing now, right? right now. Injuries, Marlon Humphrey, too. Well, I think, corners. I, mean, well I think that when you have this type of player, Dan knows this, your defense has to be strong. And right now, their defense is, it, defense isn't that strong, but the offense isn't equipped enough to make the adjustment. Carry it. They just not. Why don't Humphrey they have an answer for, for zero blitz? Like, I've seen The answer is the quarterback. No, no, but what I'm saying is there should be some guys open, and I've seen him get the ball to open guys well, like he can thread the needle. So the, the way to do it really is you've got to be in a situation where if you get six yards, it's enough to get a first down. Like, if you're in third and nine, because the ball has to come out of your hands. Yeah. Teams will do it in that third and eight plus situation because they know ball's got to come out, will rally, yeah, come up and right tackle. Right at the sticks. So you got to be at a situation where six yards can can get you something. The ball has to come out quickly. Someone's got to make a play on the perimeter. Perimeter screens are usually, but I don't see them ever go making adjustment and go, okay, here it comes. Let's bring a tight end in, block them. Lamar, drop back six or seven steps, and we're going to take our shot downfield to Hollywood Brown and see if we can run by it. But there's just no plan. It's almost. If you go back to that game last night, and I think it was second down, where he misses Mark Andrews from the right side, mm-hmm. if, and it was zero blitz again, and Minka Fitzpatrick is covering him all the way on the left, if you just realize it and know, okay, I got to catch this snap and throw it, Baltimore wins the game. And they're 10-3 and three or whatever they would be, and we're having a completely different conversation, and they're still the one seed. But not having a plan throughout the week to go into the game going, Lamar, these are the two or three things that we are going to do I just don't – I can't comprehend that staff continuing to do that. And everything that Dan said, I'm still giving him a blank check. I'm still no, this is not a well, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar No, I know. Lamar, no, yeah. I know. Yeah. I understand that. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah. I'm still giving him a He's blank check. He's the only check. reason that they, they were in the one. <laughs> hey, how yeah, much he money was the MVP for – I think the guy who was the MVP for the most seasons this week uh, – most weeks this season for me, he's not at the moment. Tom Brady is, but – I think Lamar has spent the most weeks as my MVP yeah. this year. I think, and I, I agree with that. And, and Lamar covered up. That's why I say they're, they're, the saying is winning cures everything. No, winning covers everything. And he covered up because they were winning so much. I'd say the MVP is either Brady or Jonathan Taylor still for me. Yeah, oh, okay. Jason yes, Jonathan another Taylor. one echoing Jonathan Taylor finally. 16 tutties, man. It's, Come on, yeah, man. He'll never get it, though. Bill's Pats tonight yeah. after what we saw from the Chiefs' defense last night. Offense still ain't clicking. Defense. How important is Bill's Pats in determining, forget about the East, the AFC, who's the best team in the AFC? Yeah, it's huge. I think the conversation that we've all started to have over the last week is we'll know if New England over the next three or four weeks is either the team to beat or just contenders. Um, The thing that I'm watching tonight in this game the most is this. I've loved Mac Jones since he got selected. I think he's awesome. He has not had his rookie game. He has not had that game this year where we go, oh, he's a rookie. Right, So I understand he played at Alabama, and I understand he played in the Iron Bowl, and I understand he played on the road at LSU. The NFL is a different animal. So now you're taking a team that's got expectations on the road, a division opponent versus a really good defense in bad weather. And I know that we have said there's a lot of him that is similar to Tom Brady. If he does this, if he goes and wins this game, we're going to say there's more similarities because this would be a game that somehow, some way, Brady's going to find a way to win with managing the game, managing the ball, not giving it away, being situationally perfect, and then a two-minute drive to win the game type of thing. And that's what I'm tr- watching is, is 
When does the rookie game happen for Mac Jones that we just go, man, he played bad. Against a good team. I, I don't think that that'll happen because of the coaching. They won't put him in that spot. And you say the two-minute Brady, if you go back to 01, there was no two-minute Brady as a second-year player in the NFL. Two-minute Brady came later on. We was like, oh, well, I'll go to the bathroom. Tell me who wins because I already kind of seen this movie before. That won't be the case with Mac Jones because Bill and them are not going to put him in a situation to fail. It's always going to be to his benefit. But if he if he goes uh, to Dan's point, like Buffalo is intrinsically a good team. They stumbled team. a little bit, yeah, but they're, they're a good team. being out is a big deal. They're a good team. Yes. yes. You go into I don't know. You play in the Northeast anyway. You go into bad weather. Well, he on has the road, it, but he, good team. You're a rookie. Thing, Mac, Tough environment. But, but one thing Mac hasn't to Dan's point is he hasn't played in bad weather, not even in the Northeast. Because New England, nothing's been bad in New England. Yeah. But yeah. I, I know that we say a lot, Bill Belichick won't allow him to do that. But I heard David Andrews talking over the weekend. He was talking about the fact that Mac Jones actually has a lot more control on the field oh, no doubt. than people actually give him credit for. Like yeah. People always act like, oh, it's Bill Belichick who's designing everything for him to do. But it's actually well, it's not. a lot of it is Mac Jones, too. No so doubt. I agree with Dan to a degree. Like, When is that rookie what? play I mean, we've been talking about what it, Max. happens like, though. When do you Jay, have that rookie dip to a degree. It's right? not. It's not a design of the plays. The plays are the plays. It's putting him in a situation where all of a sudden it's second and it's second and thirteen, and they do something and not protect him, or it's all of a sudden they want to get to third and four because it's more manageable to be in that third and fifteen because they did something yeah. stupid. That's what I mean well, when I, I say won't allow him to do that. But I also, what they're doing, Jay, is like he's got, instead of having 14 different decisions at the line, he's got three. Three. You know, they, they, they cut the fat. Yeah. And he gets them into make sure, make sure we get us, get us out of a bad play. Maybe we're not in the perfect play, but get us out of a bad one. Get us into a good one. Again, I want to see if he can do that versus a, a defense. Leslie Frazier, one, should be in the head coaching conversations for next year. Uh, a lot Again. of a lot of lot of, lot of chaos. He's going to throw at them. He's going to confuse them on the road. Communicate. That is going to be a wild environment tonight. I I love the kid. I just want to see if he'll do it again tonight and not have a slip up. Yeah, that's it. Listen, Mac Jones. Even though he's not the fastest, obviously with the biggest arm, this is. he's a natural. Like yeah. the dude is a na- you think of natural, you think of like other kinds of ability. That dude is a natural quarterback, yeah, man. man. If he could do this as a rookie, ESPN football analyst Dan Orlovsky, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2 presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, Coming up next, we have Key Observations. And Key Observations is brought to you by GEICO. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. Key, what you got? Number one. Number one. Number one, the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) Look, whatever you do, don't be a prisoner of the moment with to a tongue of Alea at the quarterback spot. I know he's played played decent of late, but remember, you had issue with him at the quarterback spot since you drafted him. You didn't want to start him. You had Fitzpatrick. Then all of a sudden, you made a play for Deshaun Watson. Don't all of a sudden think that this is going to be the long-term answer and solution for you playing against the New York Giants. Don't get fooled. Number two. Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, Minnesota Vikings head coach. Seems like his numbers are, his days are numbered in Minnesota. Uh, they just, the Vikings can't get out of their own way to save their life. It's just one of those deals. You just lost to the Detroit damn Lions. You gave the Lions their first victory 
of the season with Jared Goff. And I know Coach Zim's got to be sick to his stomach. Got to be. Number three. Justin Herbert. Dan Orlowski and myself and us, we just talked about Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert. But you can't sit there and tell me that some people in that organization saw Joe Burrow yesterday and some of the mistakes that was made, but then saw Justin Herbert and said, damn, we could have had that. The ability to throw the football back across the field on a 50-50 ball that his receiver won in that matchup. A lot of great things came out of this. But if I was them, I'd probably be saying the same thing, too. I wish I had Justin Herbert, even though I got Joe Burrow. Number four. The Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, still the best team in the AFC. Even if they look offensively somewhat pedestrian, they're still the best team in the AFC. They got the best quarterback going. The receivers are getting open. All they got to do is catch the football. And the defense is playing much better than they were the first half of the season. And when you have a recipe like that, just because we only scored 22 points, but guess what? The other team did outscore, so we get the W. Number five. Number five, Lamar Jackson. We just had a conversation about him as well. Talked about how can they not protect him and allow him to be the best that he could possibly be. Well, he is. That He is his own protection. I'm writing a check. No, better yet, I'm going to let him write the check. What is it that you need? When do you need it? And how much do you need? Here, just write the number in there and I'll sign it. That's what you do with Lamar Jackson. It's not even a conversation about negotiating. You want $500 million? Let's figure out how to get it to you. Yeah, $100 million. You got him on the cheap for 100 I did. Pat put 100 I think he just wrote a number. Maybe it's 100 a year. Mm. The guarantee better be twice that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Contract. He can get what he wants. And then uh, so, Jay, what do you got that you that that key didn't go? Yeah, on? just a, my my one observation would just be a shout out to the DMV area, just the Washington football team. Now they've won four in a row. That defense for over their past five straight games have held their opponents to twenty one or fewer opponents. This is a team without Chase Young, Damn by the way. He's been out. You could talk about. I mean, they're yeah, your Raiders, by the way. By the way, your Raiders zero zero and zero and six when Derek Carr does not throw for over three hundred yards. Over 300 yards. Hmm. But all I'm saying, Antonio Gibson, these boys, they're right there. Six and six in the NFC East. I know that the Cowboys are eight and four. Next game is at home against the Cowboys. He just sets up for one of those mucky NFC East games. Tighter yeah, than you figured be. it would be by now. That's yeah. what I was saying prior to the Cowboys versus the Saints. I said if they lose to the Saints, the, the Washington football team is going to be looking right up their rear end. One thing I want to get back to on key observations is the tongue of Iloa thing. I hear you, Key, but but here's the thing. Like, he was called, oh, he's a left-handed Drew Brees. I'm not saying he's a left-handed Drew Brees, <laughs> but let's use Drew Brees as a comp because he was like a short Smaller guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Brees was awful as well. Didn't start as a rookie. Maybe got into one game, but didn't start as a rookie, okay? Tongue of Iloa coming off of a catastrophic injury did start yeah. as a rookie. I'm not holding that against him, as you would say, right? Year two, Drew Brees was awful. He mm-hmm. was terrible. Year three, he got benched, right? And then by year four, he was balling out of control. And, and, but, but still, because of injury concern, they didn't offer him like the type of contract that would be a no-brainer, and he winds up going to Sean Payton and a dome, and the rest is history. This is only to his second year. He's had two games recently in his last three with over 80% completion, and then yesterday he's like 70, mid-high. Like, three straight oh, over 70% completion. Like, yeah, it was almost 75. I mean – 
dude, Keith, he's a baby still. Yeah, but think about this. What did they do with Drew Brees in San Diego? They drafted Phillip Rivers. Yep. Guess why? Because they didn't believe in Drew Brees. What did the Dolphins do as rookie yep. year? They had Fitzy. Then after that, they flirted around with the idea of getting another quarterback. So that I'm, just, I'm just tells you Keyshawn that Johnson. just tells you right there they're not satisfied and happy with him at the quarterback spot. So don't get stuck in that prisoner of the moment type situation. And you can you you have the right to always go back and revisit what you thought he was and say to yourself, you know what? We might we may be making a mistake. Mm. Let's see. But in this business of coaching business. You don't have time to make mistakes. But how long this is isn't a, a ten year? You know they don't give you ten year window. Yeah, it's my, changed. My question is though, how long does the prisoner of the moment thing last? It's not like I mean, he, my man's been doing this for five straight games. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it has been a lot of like uh, volatility, right? I mean, injuries, other things, and that sort for him as well. Like it finally feels like he's found he's found some kind of rhythm key. Uh, and that may be true. I mean, it was the New York Giants, though, man. Let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, I hear you can only play the teams in front of you. Yeah, but when Panthers, you, it, Jets, it's, Ravens, Texans, I hear he beat the, he beat the Ravens. Ravens. They beat the Ravens, but them other four teams. Come on, be honest. Keep it. I'm using kind of your they, thing. This is a team that lost to the Jags so earlier. I mean, I, I get it, but but when it, you look at it, is that the type of quarterback? Is he the type of quarterback that's going to get you where you want to go? They clearly don't feel that way. Because they wouldn't have been dancing with somebody else. I just feel like you're winning the games you're supposed to win. Like, before you're losing to the Jags, you're losing to the Falcons. Like, now you feel like you're going to those games as a Dolphins fan. My friends are Dolphins fans. Like, all right, we feel like we're going to win these games. Against better teams, we're not sure. Not sure yet. I use key. I'm with you on quarterback development, though. I think everyone wants to microwave it nowadays. And you got to let it – you got to put it in the oven and let it bake, let it cook a little more. Slow, 350. Yeah, and, and this dude, if he's on 350, he's on pace right now. Like, let's see what happens here to me. I think he's done enough for them to say, let's see what happens here. All right. Well, there's an offseason that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All phone guests of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max join us via the Goodyear hotline. A surprising firing in the NFL and where that coach might land next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. You can tweet us on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at KeyJ and Max. Call us at 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. Guys, let's run a little A to Z. Waiting for, uh, do we have any uh, sound we'd like to play? A little production. Sound is a music. Already played. Thank you very much. I got it. Panthers announced over the weekend that Joe Brady had been let go as offensive coordinator, according to ESPN Panthers reporter David Newton. Brady never committed to the run game the way Matt Rule wanted. Rule wanted to have at least 30 to 33 rushes a game. In Carolina last game, Brady only called 16 rushes. Earlier, Key asked Paul Feinbaum if newly hired head Oklahoma coach Brent Venables should hire Brady or Chad Morris. And here's what Paul Feinbaum said. I'm not sure I would hire either one of them, uh, Keyshawn. Uh, and I, I know Joe Brady got all this uh, you know, great uh, praise after the Joe Burrow experience, but uh, you guys saw what he did in Carolina. It was, quite frankly, pretty embarrassing. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't hire Joe Brady. And, and the, the name that is circling around that I think is interesting to keep your eye on is Jeff Levy. Uh, he played at Oklahoma. And he's, he's Lane Kiffin's offensive coordinator, Keyshawn, mm-hmm. as you well know. And a lot of people think he, he was really the secret behind uh, what Ole Miss did this year with Matt Corral. Yeah, I, I look at this, and I the reason I brought up the names Chad Morris and Joe Brady, because Chad was with Clemson when they won the national title, and he was the offensive coordinator, and, and Brent was the defensive coordinator. And then Joe, Bear, Joe, Barry, Joe Brady just won a national title a couple years ago, the orchestra of that offense at LSU with Justin Jefferson and Joe Burrow. So I just figured high-octane offense. Uh, you got two high-octane coordinators that dial it up. Chad is from the Texas area, former Arkansas head coach, former SMU head coach, recruited that kind of area. There he's familiar with the SEC. But if it doesn't make sense, then Jeff Levy for sure, who's the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss, who uh, I believe even coached at Oklahoma for a short stint there. Having him, yeah, that that's still the same high-octane offense that throw the ball all over the lot. Why not? I'm just curious with Sam Darnold, his up-and-down play this year, uh, with Christian McCaffrey being hurt, coming back and hurt again. Like, is Matt Rule's job, is he feeling a little, a little bit of pressure here? You feeling pressure? I know he has a lot of years left on his team, but are you starting to feel a little pressure? Uh, could be. Considering I mean, you make maybe. this change right now? But I think, I think, there was, I think it was something else behind the Joe Brady hire. So I, I, 
I feel like maybe he was trying to get a job somewhere or something, one of these college jobs, and it kind of probably ticked off Matt Rule. interesting, though. When Tepper took, bought the team, uh-huh. he had good things in place. And he's like, yeah, this is good. I have the guts to say, let's tear it down. I could do better. <clears throat> Coordinator gone. Quarterback gone. Gettleman right. gone. Gettleman. <laughs> Gettleman gone. Well, <clears throat> I'm not saying he did all bad things. But the point is that right now it looks like the next head to roll would be the coach if they don't get it turned around, right? Well, he's had some injuries. Yep. You know, like Jay said, Christian McCaffrey been banged up, but Joe Brady, so much promise coming from LSU as Hottest the guy the who signed off on Teddy Bridgewater. And then, look, he's gone, what, two years later, three years later? What did you say about hot head coaches, Key? Yeah. The Steelers pulled out a big win over the Ravens on Sunday, but the questions facing Big Ben after the game were all about the report that came out over the weekend from Adam Schefter that Roethlisberger privately has told former teammates and some within the organization – that he expects this to be his final season playing in Pittsburgh. Here's what he said about that report. Well, I haven't told everybody that. Um, you know, honestly, we just got done with this game. I'm exhausted, uh, and we play in a couple hours, it feels like. Um, and so that's my focus. My focus is on Minnesota and, and what we have to do to get ready. I'll address mm. any of that stuff after the season. I've, I've always been a one game at a time, one season at a time person, and I'm going to stay that way. Yeah, he, he, I love it. He should be one game at a time, one season. You know, this is his last year, though. What? I, I last year in Pittsburgh. I think that's the this, key. This or will in be the his NFL last year in, in the NFL. So man, why did on. they? Why, why the report came out? But see, like when you see something come out and it says in Pittsburgh, that makes me think. Wait a minute, is he planning on playing somewhere else? Man, you watch Ben move around in the pocket. I, I'm with you, Jay. That's why it's curious to me. Where Where is he going to play? I, I don't know. Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, to me, especially I mean, Roethlisberger, you call it a career with the Steelers. Yes. Of course. I'm just wondering why it was in Pittsburgh inserted in there. I, I don't know. I didn't write it. So I really wouldn't know. But he, come on, man. He he, tr- he, look, he's my starting quarterback mm-hmm. until we are mathematically eliminated from the playoff contention. Once that happens... He ain't my starting quarterback. And no you got to look at Haskins. Yeah, I got to look and see what else I got. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. It ain't Mason Rudolph. So Ben has some nice throws yesterday. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So who do, you tr- who do you trust more with the game on the line? Pittsburgh, by the way, for people who thought they were just going to fall apart, Tomlin's never been under 500. They're now 6 5 and 1. Game on the line. Mm-hmm. Game on the line. Baker, Stefanski, or Tomlin and Roethlisberger? Come on, man. Why are you even going to ask that question? <laughs> Tomlin oh. Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's not even a question. It, it's just yeah. funny, though, because at, be- at the beginning of the season, you would have easily said Baker. I wouldn't have. I, would have. I still would have said Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin. Well, that's I fine. Oh, no, no, J.J., we, we I didn't say. We J- talked about the Browns being Super Bowl contenders. We Wait, talked I didn't about say, Big Ben being the worst quarterback say team. in the division. I didn't say for a whole game who yeah. would you take. Uh, I said game on play. the line. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, just on the line. Yeah. Like the last – Minute 30 of a game, who would you trust? Yeah, as opposed to there's a big game you have to win, you know, if Baker's healthy. Although that's the other thing. Baker's a little guy. He might even not if, be healthy even if, even if Baker's 100% healthy. I'm taking being damn Roethlisberger. For the whole game? See, yeah, that's who, wait, my point. But wait, who, who are we playing, though? To me now. Yeah. That's what we're Who at. are we playing is the key. <laughs> 
Who Ra- are we playing? The Ravens or the Bengals? <laughs> a divisional rival. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. came a long way from the beginning of the year to where oh. we are now. We have to think about that question. No, it's because it line. just depends on who we're playing, too, though. No, but Key, you know what if I'm, I'm saying, If I'm playing the Jaguars, man. I'm taking Roethlisberger. Two losses in New York. Giants and Jets. Really? Which was worse? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.